So this morning I want to talk, like to talk a little bit about Sashim, the upcoming Sashim specifically, but also Sashims in general, uh, go over some basics, so we're all on the same page. And also open it up for questions, a uh, short discussion, to see where we're at, and uh, we are on the same page, actually. So the word Sashim, we'll begin with this, the word Sashim is, is comprised of two different uh, ideograms, Setsu and Shin. Setsu means to touch, to receive, or to convey. And shin means hot mind. Hot mind is actually, uh, a, in Japanese, is more common than for us in English, because there is, for us, hot and mind. And uh, there is, more importantly, a separation, a gap. In, in Japanese, uh, the Japanese language points at it as one thing. No gap. Hot mind as one word. Which means all included. Right? So to touch or to receive is a very important point in this. Uh, Dogen Dogen Zenchi asks, what is the mind? And then he answers, the mind is mountains, rivers, the great earth, the sun, and the moon, and the stars. And essentially, there is nothing outside mind. Now, this mind is not what we perceive as brain, or the brains, right, as the way we think. That is a tiny part or tiny aspect of what this means, what shin means, actually. So to receive or to touch, uh, for us in this case, is to connect with the big mind, with this big mind that includes the small mind, like our petty mind, includes everything. And, and to connect, we need to, to connect with anything, right? We need to put aside our small mind activities in a radical way and to fully open up, right? To fully open up and to allow that to be received, to allow ourselves to actually get in touch with it. And to do that, we have to do things very differently, right? So Dongshan said to, to hear through our eyes and to see through our ears. What, what he meant by that is to do what logically may not make sense. Right? So one of the many reasons why sashims are absolutely an integrated part of practice, absolutely integrated part of practice, is that it allows us to put aside everything, all involvement of everyday activity, all involvement of the mind, and to devote a few days entirely to this all-embracing shin, 
Now, it doesn't mean that when we do that, we don't hear, we don't think, we don't perceive other things. But it means that we devote the time to open it up as we experience all the other streams, habitual streams. So I'd like to go over some points that uh, I emailed you about uh, Sashin's in general, or his Sashin coming up, points to observe, or Sashin cautions, as we call them. So during intensive periods, we are joining the one mind. Our effort is to release our social ties and go deep into the embracing vastness of not knowing. Now, to go into the embracing vastness of not knowing, it really means to let go, put aside everything I know about myself, about others, about this place, about green, yellow, brown, about old, young, about anything and everything. Everything. To put it aside completely. Right? And embrace fully, or be embraced fully by the vastness of not knowing. Knowing is limited. Not knowing is unlimited. It's a very important point because our lives are based on what we know, not what we don't know. Our lives are dictated by what, by what we know. Yet what we know is a tiny aspect of reality. And the second point, refrain from talking or communicating through social gestures. Relinquish the need to say hello, good morning, good night, excuse me, etc. Appreciate solitude while being supported by fellow practitioners. This means to truly let go of the desire. It's a very strong, powerful desire to reach out, to connect, to meet eyes with another person. To not feel lonely as we can feel when we are not communicating in the usual way. Yet we are there together with each other. We are there supporting each other in a different way. So to avoid eye contact with others, to cultivate the awareness of moving as the one body of Sashin, to actually experience being one with all things, being one as all things. And the reason why we put aside all social gestures and all need for verbal communication has everything to do with cultivating samadhi. Now, samadhi is deep, it's a state of deep spiritual concentration, spiritual concentration. And it is not easily experienced and it is easily leaking, right? It's not easy to get to that point. It takes a lot of attention and awareness and perseverance, and also creating the structure and the logistics for this to happen, right? Such as creating Sashin. 
So it's not easy to create it or to dive deep into that, but it is very easily lost. I'm going to give you an example from, from years ago. I remember being at Sashin, and during the summer, I had to, my assignment was to fix a window. And I had to, uh, we needed some screws that we didn't have and some other things, and I had to run to the hardware store to, to, to get it. So I was actually, at that stage, before I went to the hardware store, I was, I was very much deep into it, and it, it was amazing. I went to the hardware store for a short trip. I came back. It was gone. I had to, first of all, be at peace with it. But second, get back, find my way back to that deep state of samadhi. It's very easy to lose it. Not that it's going anywhere, it's just very easy to get distracted. In fact, we are looking for distractions. This is why we may be looking for eye contact with each other, looking for having a short conversation about something, having a quick laugh about something, to release that tension. But if we do that, then in a way we are squandering an incredible opportunity that does not exist in our everyday life. Does not exist in our everyday life. It doesn't matter how devoted of a practitioner you are. If you don't go to Sishins, you will not experience this. You will not experience. Not only that, it is an essential part of practice. So samadhi leaks very quickly. And when we practice together, we work together, we, we want to help each other like we do here. Right? We want to help each other work on what we individually need to work on. And the way to help is to not entice each other to a quick conversation which means to pay attention to our own desires, to reach out, to connect. And we are actually very deeply connected, and I would say even more so than a quick conversation about the weather or about something else that's happening. We are connecting in a much deeper way that is waking up something in us that our entire practice is about waking up. That exact thing that needs to be awakened remains dormant, actually, when we do run to quick conversations. So to maintain silence in the hallway, right? Not just, of course, in Zazen we don't talk. But we're not talking about Zazen. This is not referring to that. This is referring to the in-between times. So you walk forward, somebody's coming in front of you in the hallway. Look down, keep your hands in shashuri if possible, unless you're carrying something. And just mind your own practice. Mind your own practice. Because you care about the person who is walking in front of you. Because you care deeply about this person and you don't want to interfere with this person's practice. Even if this person thinks otherwise and would like to have a conversation. 
we have to help each other. This is also when, you know, there's a coffee tea station, right? A small room that are in the breaks, in between. You can go get a cup of coffee, cup of tea. It tends to be a source of a leakage, some might right? Because we gather, we make a cup of coffee, chill out. Well, I can, you know, chat by whisper. We can't, but we ask you to not. We ask each other to not. Also, to not look around. We don't go to Sashin as tourists. We go to Sashin to do very important work that the world needs. Right? And if we look around, again, we leak some other. We become interested. It's a way of creating some kind of displacement activity to allow the attention to drift because it's, it may be painful to look within constantly because obviously I'm going to encounter what I may be running away from. But the way out is in. The only way out is in. So we maintain looking within. You can look around when you arrive. You can look around when the sashin is over. But during sashin, please maintain the cultivation of samadhi throughout, moment by moment, from the moment we wake up till the moment we go to sleep. And, and the amazing thing about sashin is that everything is provided. Everything is provided for that exact task, right? To help us take care of this, right? So you're going to be fed three times a day. You're going to be awakened in the morning, tucked into bed at night. The schedule will support you moment by moment. Allow the schedule to carry you through. Lean on the schedule. Let it support you throughout this issue. about not looking around, there's a story, quick story I want to share with you, but a guy named Emmanuel Sherman, who was a student of uh, Sasaki uh, Shigetsu Roshi, he's the first Rinza Roshi uh, started teaching in the U.S. So while this guy was studying under Sasaki Roshi, um, Sasaki Roshi gave him a robe to sit with. After uh, Roshi passed away, the time of the war, um, some years later, uh, so uh, this guy stopped practicing, dropped out of practice. Some years later, Soin Roshi came to hold a memorial session for Nyogen Sensaki uh, Roshi. Actually, it Roshi. Nyogen Sensaki Sensei. And Sherman decided to attend. Before the session began, Soin Roshi noticed the robe Sherman was wearing and asked him, what did you get this robe? And Sherman said, it was given to me by Sasaki Roshi in New York when I studied with him before the war. He then turned over the lapel of his robe where something was written in Chinese characters and said, I've always wondered about this. Can you translate that? So when Roshi read the inscription and asked, did Sasaki Roshi write that? Sherman said, yes, he did. And so when Roshi said, what a great Roshi he was. And Sherman asked, what does it say? What does it say? I always wondered about it. So when Roshi says, it says, don't look around. 
Don't look around. Incredible statement, incredible teaching, incredible sutra. Don't look around. It's not just during Sashin, obviously, it's teach yourself to look within all the time. Look within, inquire within. You study this one here, you study the world. You understand this one here, you understand the world. And all its habitats. Don't look around. Simple, to the point, profound. Next one, maintain your awareness and move intentionally and gracefully. Which means practice all the time. Watch the way you get up, watch the way you sit down, watch the way you arrange your cushions. And I want to take this opportunity to let us all know that when we arrange cushions, we put the zappers and, and zappers down, we don't move them around with our feet. This is showing you and showing me your state of being, your spiritual state of being. Move it with your hands, bend forward, pick it up. Reverence and appreciation is what we practice. So I'm saying it now, it is recorded, I'm saying it now, so we all are on the same page. And I'm asking all of us, all of you to Help. So if you see somebody that is putting a cushion down and moving it with the feet, you say, could you please bend over and use your hands? Or you can say, we do it this way, and then you bend down and do it with your hands. Everything, all the time, we want to practice reverence and appreciation. We are what we do. We are actually nothing other than what we do. It's all we are, our actions. So if we disregard something, we disregard the one who is doing it. If we disregard someone, we disregard the one who is disregarding someone. That is rejection. That is defiling the Buddha. Don't bring a watch or any other device to the Zendo. Now, another thing about that is cell phones, which... So we come to Sashin with a cell phone. First of all, there's no reception on the mountain, so the cell phone is not going to be helpful in order to communicate with anybody. But cell phones provide a lot of boundless displacement activities. Music, movies, reading, whatever. So we ask that you either hand your phone over to the Inji, Kyokai, in this case, and we'll receive it back after Sashin ends, or you can put it in your bag, turn it off, put it in your bag, and leave it there until Sashin is over. Next one, follow the schedule and arrive at least five minutes before we begin any activity. At least five minutes before. So when 
the time comes to begin an activity, we are all ready. Don't rush into it. Allow yourself a few minutes to settle down. No one follow the Gurkhasan procedure. So, Gurkhasan. So, what we're going to do this time is have five people at a time coming out to, from the Zender to the Dharma Hall and from there go to Gurkhasan. Now, when there's a period or a section with Gokusan. Before we begin Zazen, Kyotai will come into the Zendo and announce five people for Gokusan. Whoever is the fastest will get up. Fastest five people will get up. Port their stuff so they can sit because there are no cushions uh, in the Dharma Hall. Take the, the cushions, a bench or whatever you sit on to the Dharma Hall. Kyoto, I will show you where to sit. You will sit there. Sit and practice Zazen there. And from there, Kyoto will tell you when to go to Gokusan. And then we'll keep everybody going one after the other. The time to go back to the Zenjo is Kinhi. So if you had Gokusan already and you, you are about to go back, you, go, you can join during Kinhi. Before the next period begins, it'll be announced based on how many seats are available in the Dharma Hall, two people, three people, four people, new people for Jokasan. That, does that make sense? Yeah? Okay. So, Jokasan. The purpose of Jokasan is to wake up. Simple. But to wake up, it needs a lot of attention, right? To wake up from what, right? How do I know I'm dreaming? So the way we want to enter Gokusan, the way we want to even walk down the hallway towards the room, towards the Gokusan, right? We all already want to bring that awakened mind to Gokusan. Not to wait for something to happen that will make me up. As awakened as you can. And that means to pay full attention. Every, every step you take from your cushion to Gokusan. To be fully aware of everything. Of your posture. Of your surroundings. Of the weight of the body every time you put the foot down of the way you open the door, the way you close the door. In a way, often Dokusan, I, I get to sort of teachers, teacher gets to see what the teacher needs to see already when the person opens the door. And often even hearing the person coming down the hall, hearing the footsteps, you can hear attention, appreciation, care, or disregard attitude. You can hear it, you can see it, it's palpable. It's one of the things teachers look for, look at when they work with students. One of the things I look for. Not just how you sit. Maybe you sit well. How do you live? How do you move? How do you interact with other people? 
How much baggage do you dump on every moment? How aware are we? How giving are you willing to be? How much are you willing to give? All that is seen when a person opens the door and walks into Durkasan. So we walk in, we close the door gently, quietly, with care, reverence, appreciation. Then you walk and you stand in front of where I would be sitting. We do make a full prostration, bow. And this is not so much to me as me, it's more, it's actually not role, it's more about that practice of appreciation and gratitude and reverence and humility and equality. All things are one. Here I am embodying oneness with all things. Here I am putting everything aside, opening up to this, opening up to life as is. So we make a full bow, we get up, we sit down on the cushion or bench or chair or whatever is needed at that moment based on your, the state of your body. And then you make a sitting bow with your hands in gasho, I bow back. And then you either express a koan, if you're working on one, ask a question, concern, or anything else that is that you feel is weighing on your practice at that moment. We have a short dialogue, concise to the point, it's not story time, storytelling time. It's not a time to catch up. It's not a time to speak because we're not speaking, because we're not talking. So I'm going to allow myself to catch up with what I haven't been saying for the past couple of days. We devote that time fully or to, or to awakening, for awakening. And when it's over, you make another sitting bow, you get up, you walk back behind the cushion, standing bow, and you leave. In the same way you want to, that you enter, you want to open the door gently, with reverence, with appreciation, quietly, and close it again. And you walk back to the dog. Any questions about that? Any comments? Yes. Open the door, walk in front of you, full bath, sit, seated bath, encounter, mm -hmm. seated bath, stand up, walk behind, standing bath. Yes. Close the door and leave. Yes. Okay. That's it. School's over. Forget to go to Dago. <laughs> you gotta stay down to the point, right? Step by step. Yeah. Okay, good. And uh, you don't have to worry too much about procedural stuff while you're there because you'll be guided. Mostly with 
quick gestures, but you will be guided. Yes? No, I just wanted to um, say a few things about reverence that you want to continue. Uh, and I can say it at the end. Yeah, the so end. Let, me, let me go through that and then, but remember this so you can share okay. it. So when bowing, so all bows, right? Any bowing, whether it's a full bow or standing bow, we have to give that to the world. We do it with the mind of reverence and appreciation. We do it as a gift to the world, as, as being thankful for being alive, for being able to practice, for being able to walk, to appreciate everything. The most amazing thing about Zen practice is not about anything. It's just an empty container. There are no rules. There are no rules. It's just asking us to truly appreciate and practice every moment of our life. That's the gist of it. If you're late for Zazen, you sit in the Dharma Hall and you join during Kinti. But you're not going to be late. So don't worry about that. Uh, bathrooms are used during kinyin periods. Leave and enter quietly. Again, no slamming doors. Go back to kinyin swiftly. It's not a break. Some people may have special assignments during regularly scheduled periods. Don't let that disturb your practice. Use the breaks to rest. There are no there that many breaks. It's just mainly the lunch break and then some short break in breaks in between to take care of things. But the lunch break is longer and it's recommended to rest. Long days, wake up early, rest. Jikido will wake you up. Be aware of your breathing at all times during zazen and all activities. Raise and maintain deliberate attitude as you flow through the intensive training series. Deliberate attitude. To want to be awake, to want to be present to everything. Now, of course, while we are trying to be present to everything, the mind has other ideas, and it is extremely judgmental, and it is always commenting and judging and quantifying and labeling everything. Of course, it happens. But so what? Big deal. We learn to allow it to be. We learn to, while the mind is saying what it's saying, do what's needed. The schedule says, I'm going to go there. And you look at what the mind is saying, and you say, would you like to come here? We're going there. Like a little kid. You love the kids, but you know better. Actually, the schedule knows better. I'm following the schedule. What do I know? What do I know? I'm here to practice not knowing. Well, then what do I know? Well, what does it matter what I know? Right? It is a schedule. I'm here to follow it. How beautiful is that? It really is an incredible relief. I know we always experience this way, but to be in Sashin is an incredible relief. You really relinquish everything. And allow the schedule to care of us. Uh, 
few things I want to bring up before we open it up for a few minutes. Uh, the position, the Jikido. The Jikido is, in a way, the voice of the schedule. So if the Jikido is uh, telling you that some, to do something in a very quick and to the point way, don't be upset with the Jikido. It's just the schedule cannot talk. It needs a Jikido. You can be upset with the schedule if you want, <laughs> but not with the person who's delivering the message. So the Jikido will come and wake you up in early in the morning, and if you're not getting out of your bed, the Jikido will enter the room. Okay, so wake up. There's a pretty big something, though, there's a big cowbell uh, to wake everybody up, and uh, most chances are you're going to hear it. If you're not going to hear that, you're going to hear the knock on the door. And then the next, what will be the next uh, escalating point? <laughs> Cold water. water. <laughs> Maybe that, yes. Um, but yes, Jikido has a, a, a great responsibility, and we all have to appreciate that work or that position. We also have a monitor position. And uh, the monitor uh, is sitting right here, in front of you, up on a chair. Mitsugen. Uh, Mitsugen, uh, the monitor is responsible for the, to know the state of being of each person, so, you know, as much as we can. Uh, to know if there's something going on, to notice what's going on, if somebody is having issues whether it's emotional issues, physical issues, or otherwise, the monitor will come over and address that. Now, we have two designated rooms. Uh, one is room 201, which is right by the Dharma Hall, and nobody is going to stay in that room. So that room can be for quick conversation between monitor or Jikido or Kyotai or anybody else that has a position with and everybody else that is there to practice. Uh, so if, if you need to talk to somebody, you can tap on their shoulder and then they'll follow you. You go into the room, you close the door, and you have that quick discussion. And you figure out what's going on, and then you figure out ways to address it. Okay? Now, if somebody's having an issue in the morning, when Jikido comes to wake everybody up, the Jikido will, find, will know about that, and then will send the monitor to take care of it and we'll keep going with what she's doing. So there is somebody who is designated for that job. So basically the idea is to have enough positions or people in positions so everything is taken care of. So we, each of each one of us can focus the time to, or, or can devote the time to practice and not to worry about anything. Somebody will take care of it. Now we have time, for, I'm gonna email <coughs> this information. Um, we have in the morning, every morning we have time for summer, which is work period, and everybody has an assigned job. And uh, there is, uh, Akan is the one who's going to uh, assemble everybody um, at a specific area, which we'll show you there, right by the dining room before we begin cleaning. And if you need something, if you don't know where something is at, or how to do something, Akan will guide you. So he will be the coordinator. 
Again, no talking even while we are cleaning. If we need to, if you have a quick question about where is the mop or whatever, fine. Find out where the mop is and that's it. And clean. Focus on your job. Your practice at that time is clean. So the inji, Kyoto in this case, the inji is the liaison between the teacher and all practitioners. So if you do need to see me for whatever reason, and it's very important, then you communicate that to Kyoto. Or, or to the actually all to the monitor, that's fine too. And also we have we will have a, a notepad uh, by the Dharma Hall with a pen. And if you need to you know you can communicate with somebody this way, right? Uh, if you need to see me, for example, right? Uh, you write that on a piece of paper, you hand it to Kyoto, she'll take care. Okay. Simple. Okay. <coughs> Bless you. Go ahead. Okay. No, I just wanted to reiterate, mm -hmm. um, and there were some details, you know, so um, about the way to walk and act and, and be uh, during practice anywhere, actually here and at the monastery. Um, uh, what I've experienced. using this, so I, I hear a lot of thumping, you know, or sometimes even fast walking, right? But I've, I've noticed that the more you connect with what you're using in the monastery, and that includes hallways, that includes everything you touch and everything you interact with, the more you interact with it and connect with it, the better your practice is. Mm. Also, um, keeping places clean, Keeping your cushions clean, your area clean, keeping things neat and organized. I've, I've seen sometimes people get, get tired um, and you know sometimes exhausted, sometimes a lot of pain. So they don't, they're not mindful of this, but they should be mindful that that the, the cleaner and neater and more organized your, your area is, the more the more involved you're in the practice um, and the more connected you are to everything that you're doing. Um, and also, the don't, don't, don't throw the cushions around mm -hmm. um, is really important too. Um, reverence for things is really important um, here and at the monastery during session. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any any questions uh, to uh, Angel or anything you want to add to this? Not right now. Okay. Thank okay. You. Go ahead. I just remembered, um, yeah. during Tisha, yeah. attitude and posture during Tisha, mm -hmm. we've been sitting all day, it's going to be the evening, yeah. you're going to be tired, it's gonna be, you're going to be in pain, um, you may be in pain, you may be coasting as well, but um, but most likely your knees are going to hurt, um, and you're going to want to twitch and itch, um, yeah. but when the Tisha is going on, you're in one of three positions. The third position is actually the most desperate. <laughs> um, but uh, I prefer seiza. We prefer seiza or cross-legged, right? Yeah. But if you're in agony, um, you can 
put your legs up like this, feet flat on the floor. Please don't ever put your feet out. I know you're going to want to rest your knees. You're going to want to rest your knees and stretch them and everything, and your hands and everything. But please don't put the, the feet out. Well, tension should be seen as an extension of our zaza, and we should also listen to tension from zaza. You know, otherwise the judgmental mind has free reign and just goes wild. Oh yeah. Right? Because there's a lot to comment on internally and we comment constantly. So it's very important to see that as a time to as a continuation of Zaza. It's a different kind of Zaza. Often, you know, they said often that the, the words of, of Teisho and Teisho are dark to the mind but uh, luminous to the heart. Right, so there is something that we need to connect with. It's not even so much, you know, this detail, that detail. That's secondary, but the primary is what is it trying to convey? The teachers are not just entertainment, which we like or don't like, right? You know, that's how we, we look at things. You know, like it, I don't like it. It's cool. It's I'm indifferent about it. It's really not that. It's not the purpose of you know we'll be sitting all day. Let's just you know watch that for us. And if you've been in extreme pain, it's sometimes like, when is this going to happen? Yeah, well, but, this but is the same as us, right? The same as, 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 well, we deal with it in the same way. Mm -hmm. And we do have chairs. There are chairs. Chair is a possibility. If, if it gets to a point that you need a chair, then you just get a chair. Not during Zaza meditation, but in between, you know, arrange for a chair. Okay? Also, Any also, other questions? Go ahead. Also, as GPO? Yeah. Um, GPO is not just going to say be here on time, or uh, you know, GPO is also going to say be still. Yes. In a very abrupt way, what may seem a very abrupt way, be still. Or oh, may tell you don't move. Don't move. And it may sound like a command, and you may have this part of you that's going, well, what, is, what does this person think she is, you know, or mm -hmm. he is? But it's all for practice, and it's all to refocus, and it's all to it's not offensive. It's not personal. It's just be, be still. Yeah. Don't move. Uh, one thing about that Kiyosaku I did not mention. Uh, Kiyosaku, most of us know, some of us don't. Kiyosaku is that long stick right there. So the brown one on the camera. So uh, the, there are going to be uh, different times uh, later in the day, actually, uh, times that uh, the Kiyosaku will be walked, as we call it. And uh, we have designated uh, two designated people that will walk the Kiyosaku. So then they're going to walk the Kiyosaku slowly in front of you. Um, we actually have a demonstration of that on the website. There's a video clip at the bottom from the last session. Uh, and then there's a, you'll see what, the, what we do with the Kiyosaku. But, uh, so the person who walks the Kiyosaku walks by you. If you feel that you need a reminder, um, then you bow, the, the person with the Kiyosaku will bow back to you with the Kiyosaku, then you lean like this, turn to one side, and you expose this part of the body, right, of the back, and uh, that person will, will smack it twice, like this, then you turn to the other side, and again smack it twice on the other side. And you have to remove the Rakusu if you have one, but if you have one, you know that. Put it down and then you and then you put it back on and you bow and the person will bow back. Yes. No, I, I was just gonna bring up the rock Yes. 
So the rakasa does come off. So it's not, uh, it is, uh, if you don't bow, the person with the kiyosaku will just keep going. So it, it, it's completely up to you. It's not punishment. <laughs> it's actually deep care and love. As long as, we, as long as we don't define what love is, <laughs> how love manifests, then that could be understood as deep care and love. It does bring a blood back. Yeah, it helps. It wakes you up, snaps you out of your storytelling mechanism. It's very helpful. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we have yes. one, um, two comments. Um, one comment is that um, it's it, it seems reiteration is just a more specific iteration of the care and um, practice care that uh, Young and, and Roshi were talking about, mm -hmm. which is uh, doing kinking. Kinking is part of Sasan period. It's um, it's very important that I mean I, as Chiki I've seen people just kind of preferring to stay on the sides of kinking, waiting for the stuff to be almost done and then showing at that time. Mm -hmm. They do that because I mean that doesn't happen in the first of two kinkings. It happens as the session progresses and mm -hmm. people get tired. And and I understand but I, I you know we don't we shouldn't do that. We're moving as one body and the only thing that kinking allows is for you to take care of a couple of you know your personal business in the bathroom and also your business with uh, cushions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that's the only two things that you should be doing while you're kinking other than kinking. And when you're walking in kinking, um, you're keeping the pace of whatever pace the cheeky is imposing. So sometimes it's leisurely, sometimes it's not. And so you just kind of go with whatever is going on. And, um, and it's important to come back, to come back really fast and, and kind of understand that that is what we're doing. We're participating on the one body mind of moving together. Also to make sure that there are no gaps. Very important, no gaps. So if, if, if a gap starts to open up between you and the person in front of you, quickly shrink that gap. Shrink that gap, and then uh, I think the major was saying you look like caterpillar moving. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was a few years back, a couple years back, right? But she said afterwards that you know we look like one long caterpillar moving along there. And I, actually, it's a it's a good point because we do want to move as one. Yes. So, um, I first being my PhD because I, every time I was here, I was like noticing that mm -hmm. people start like, doing kinkies. I'm not chicken this time because I have like, some problem with my food and so I'm gonna be not being chicken this time, but you know, I will yeah, yeah. still kind of um, also in the monitor position, I mean even though I will be doing my best to be aware of what's going on, if there is anything that people want to bring to my attention, feel free to do so. It's not yeah, that I will be the one just kind of interpreting everything that's going on and getting it right every time. So um, up to you guys too to kind of say, okay, I, I really have some problems with this or that. And it could be as simple as, you know, um, I remember last session there was somebody who was not comfortable with bed. So we covered that. And uh, yeah, oh, I was just, 
that interview if it was. I mean, I remember that somebody was like having issues and then so we take care of that. And that is the kind of stuff that could happen. It could happen so also, you know, problems with the seating, problems with uh, how you feel or some other things. And, and if I don't see it in time, please feel free to bring that to my attention. And I can't <laughs> Right, and we will uh, uh, note at the beginning of this machine who is who, because not everybody knows by name, so we will, because uh, obviously this is recorded and we're going to email it earlier. Yeah, yeah, I'm counting on that. I mean, most of the people here know. Yes, but we have a couple of people coming from uh, New York. Okay, we're good? Not talking in that talk. I just wanted to reiterate strongly, don't talk in the Okay, so uh, to, to uh, wrap this up, if somebody is talking to you, ignore them. Out of love. Because you care. <laughs> That's it. Because you care, you ignore them. You have a question? Yeah. Yeah, so they ask when we're walking around, that's called kinking. Kinking. And uh, are we supposed to all be walking in step? So when everyone moves the right step forward? It's not really right? No, no, don't worry about that. It's not, just, yeah. it's not the same, but, but um, just be behind them. Sometimes it does happen. It does happen sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, that's especially yeah. in the slow, right? Yes. Yeah, especially in the slow. I noticed that we were always. Yeah. 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 So if it happens, fine. But don't worry about it. You, know, you mind your own walking, your own posture, your own awareness, and it's going to blend very well with everybody else. Okay. So we're good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>